Welcome to Balance Boldly, the podcast where we get bold about our balance and campaign to shake the shame that stunts our growth. I'm your host, Nikita Thigpen, Balance and Relationship Advisor for Bold Women in Business and a Few Brave Men. As always, as we launch another season and another reason to tap in for every single moment of release into our inner brilliance and moving forward with the amazing divine assignments that we all have, today you'll understand just why divineness has such an extra elevated reason and meaning for today. I'm bringing you someone extremely special. I had the opportunity to meet this beautiful woman and her partner, um, her business partner, in, I think it was October. I was hitting the streets of their city in New York City. We met at an incredible conference uh, by the Business of We, the Women Enterprise Summit that was going on. It was fantabulous, and we connected afterwards and kind of never let go of each other which is incredible in its divinity, okay? So welcome, Danny Hughes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. It's so amazing to be with you. Thank you so much as well. You know, I've been waiting and we've been playing like tag with trying to get this appointment, you know, thing together because your schedule is full and incredible um, as well as mine, which has been awesome. And I know you're doing such and, you know, just fantastic work with women specifically and women-owned businesses. You're serving them at such a higher level for those that are ready, and I highlight that because you and I have talked about that, for yes. women that are ready to become their best, most enlightened financial self, to really have the independence that they need to thrive as they move forward into every new day that they're offered the opportunity to be here, be present, and be impactful. So thank you, Danny, for all that you do. Well, thank you so much for everything that you do, and I'm so excited to be here with you. Me too. Um, <laughs> in, the, in the spirit of alignment, um, and most of you hearing this will be hearing this because uh, we're pre-recording since she's in her New York establishment and I'm in my Philadelphia establishment. Um, you'll be hearing this in just a few weeks, literally at the top of 2018. And many of you know that I've kind of been off the grid a little bit with the passing of one of my mother elements, my dear Aunt Wanda, who was an incredible force in my life, who absolutely planted a seed of self-sufficiency, especially when it came to finances. My aunt was a beast. She worked four and five jobs at one time, single mom, going through school, doing all that she did to become a great impactor in the nursing industry before cancer, unfortunately, uh, tried to take her out uh, way too early. But I'm so grateful that her pain is over and she left me with so many planted seeds. One of which is I will never, ever have to depend on anyone, including my husband, who I love and want in my life, but I do not need his finances because of some of the seeds that my aunt, uh, my beautiful aunt Wanda kind of imparted on me. And I know, Danny, that that's a lot of what you and Val do for other women is it's not about saying, I just want to be separate from men. I don't want any help from men. It's, <laughs> you know, it's being self-sufficient. So I would love for you to, you know, just tell everyone, the bold and the brave women and men out there that are listening to Balance Boldly right now, how you got into this, why you do what you do, and what leads you to keep impacting the world in such a significant way and pro probably one of the scarier ways dealing with people's nakedness around financial wealth and investment. Yeah, well, thank you for that. And thank you for sharing about your auntie. Um, I think that the women figures in our lives, especially as young women, 
impact us so dramatically in ways that we don't fully realize until maybe we're a little bit older and, and look back in hindsight. Um, for me, my parents divorced when I was real young, and my father, after my mother had custody of us for a few years and floundered and really lost her mind and didn't have any money and, um, you know, what I guess looked like neglect from, from the standpoint of the state, and they, you know, moved us over to our dad, and he essentially held a, you know, financial uh, gullet over her head her whole uh, that whole time mm -hmm. when we were younger he wouldn't pay alimony on time she would constantly get evicted from places and and you know my my long-term takeaway from that and my mother and I are close now and she doesn't certainly live like that anymore because my sister and I take care of her but um, one of the things that really stuck with me um, you know, standing online at the grocery store, knowing, knowing that we only had $20 for the week and figuring out how much everything costs and how many grapes we could get and making jokes about it, was that I never wanted to be like that. I didn't ever want to be beholden to somebody else having that kind of power over me. Yeah. Um, and the power was emotional over her, but the power that I was talking about was financial. And so that's that's a big reason I think that my my soul found itself into the the financial industry, and I've been all over the financial industry. I actually started as a as a broker, um, which I hated, frankly, because I felt there was such a conflict between what I was, you know, selling somebody because there was this much in it for me and what their por portfolio really deserved. And so over the years, I found alignment in creating my own company uh, with my partner, Valerie, who you mentioned earlier. Um, and we're independent. We are beholden to no one. No big organization owns us, tells us what to buy or sell. Um, and we've spent, you know, a quarter of a century each plus in the, in the industry. So we really do have the understanding of the ups and downs and, and you know, the, the long-term aspect of really building an empire and, and whatever that empire is to you, because we're all unique right. little snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's so true. And I'm so grateful that you um, are honoring us with part of the vulnerability of your story and where you came from, right? You know, there's a lot of people mm -hmm. who have amassed success, success who are in a space of, you know, well, I'm just dominating now. So let's just focus on that and going forward. Mm -hmm versus really telling telling the truth. I have um, a friend and a colleague who's also been an expert on the podcast named Natalie Fikes. Uh, she's pretty freaking amazing in the personal development space. And her kind of personal hashtag is tell the truth. <laughs> you know, you better yeah. tell the truth and tell on yourself first, which I absolutely love. And that's really what it is, is you're saying everyone is coming from a space and place that, you know, maybe they're not necessarily proud of. They wish their childhood would have been different. God knows, you know, I would have rather had a very different life mm -hmm. than, I, than I was, you know, born into or thrown into. But there was a reason. And part of that is you were able to amass a strength and a skill. And, you know, you fell all over the place and, you know, skinned your knee for us. So we don't have to do that. And now you can tell us how to avoid those pitfalls and move forward with grace um, and, you know, being brave enough to take some risk and still jump anyway, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's right. And, and I think that, you know, with 
um, speaking specifically about money and finances, I mean, this is something that, you know, we all kind of talk very heavily about, but we don't really talk about the nuts and bolts of what we're dealing with because it's such a, a shunned subject. We're afraid to talk about it, more afraid to talk about it than we are to talk about sex or talk about, you know, somebody else's sex life or their kids or their this or their that. We're much more concerned and worried about, you know, what other people have and are we doing it right? And um, we shoulda, coulda, woulda, you know, we should have done this better. We should have remembered this or I should know this or I'm too afraid to ask. And a lot of the lessons that um, we share and guide with our clients and the women and, and the men who are um, ready and willing to take this journey is that you trust your gut. You know, your gut, you know, the, the thing that, that we're always told around money is that um, emotions are no good. You got you to gotta be unemotional. Mm-hmm. You can't trust your gut because that's just something, that's not, you know, nuts and bolts. But I disagree with that whole premise because I think that your gut is really what guides you. That's, that's what's going to tell you that this, this person that you're dealing with is right for you. I'll share something with you that happened to me uh, a couple of years ago, and it happens all the time, but this specific example just kind of sets the, the table with this. I was um, leasing a car and, you know, I went through the motions with the sales guy. It was very sweet and nice, and I liked the car. And then they shutter you into the finance guy. And you sit down, and there's this giant pile of papers, and he's going through everything, and he's, you know, acting like, well, you know this, and, and, and this, and you sign here. And, and, I, and I, was, I was afraid, because I know numbers. I know math. I, I run a financial services business, but I didn't quite understand how one thing connected to another. Yeah. And I felt ashamed and I felt intimidated and I was noticing those feelings. And I asked him a question that didn't necessarily relate to exactly what I was concerned about, but I wanted to hear if he could make me feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And instead he, you know, shamed me even more. And I thought mm-hmm. to myself, you know what? I don't have to be here. I actually can go down the street and get the same car from a different person who right. might take me more seriously or make me feel like I can ask the questions that I need to ask and learn what I need to learn. And so that's where your intuition and your gut comes in is in dealing with these partners that you have, that you have to, that you have to spend your life with really on and off um, in your financial journey. No, you're 100% right. And I'm so grateful. You know, we deal a lot, like the whole campaign around Balance Boldly podcast is shaking the shame that's stunting your growth, whether it's financial, relational, in your business, in your personal life, whatever. And the fact that you were able to have that identifying moment in the midst of what you knew was happening, he, he probably was trying to shame you into uh, you know, buying bigger, buying more, you know, why, why mm-hmm. do you think you have the right to be here? You know, whatever level he was trying to, to take with you, he was trying to shame you into some kind of decision. Um, and what it did is it lost him a customer, right? Like, cause you knew your power. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it also made me realize the power of just sitting back and noticing yes. the, the internal responses that we are sending ourselves, um, because those things are so important as guides, you know, and it also made me realize that I do have this power. Actually, actually I could turn around and say like, you know what, I'll come back, you know, and then everybody got all upset and, you know, but I didn't care because I thought to myself, I've got to feel comfortable with this car is a car. 
Right. And the same thing, like a house is a house, a mortgage is a mortgage. You know, all of these things that we um, that we buy and we sell and we embark on from a from a financial perspective are our seat at the table. And yeah. so having that seat at the table, you have to sit there with power. So knowing that you have that power is all about just noticing who you're partnering with. Because you don't need to know everything, right? I don't need to know everything about signing a lease if I'm signing a lease because I'm actually just in it for the car. Right. I'm not actually right. in it for those pieces of paper. I'm in it for the heated seats. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. So, <laughs> so I think that, you know, just, just making sure that we understand that those things are our choice. Um, and we can take our time with it. That's that's really a big piece of the, the financial journey. Yeah, and being unafraid to say, I don't know, let me seek advisement, mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, to your point about the leasing in the car as the example, you don't necessarily have to go get a bachelor's degree or an MBA in, you know, how to sell cars just to make sure you're not taking advantage of, right? Like there are advisors and people out there to help with different specific niches where you do need someone knowledgeable so you don't yes. get into a, you know, a 28%, you know, uh, interest rate or something bizarre and, and crazy, just like you need someone who's knowledgeable with your finances, your wealth management. How, how about that? Let's, you know, wealth that's right. management, okay? <laughs> that's right. That's right. And, that, and that's really all about picking somebody who makes you feel like they've got you. They've got you and they get you. Similar also to like a doctor, right? Mm -hmm. You've been to a doctor who makes you feel like uncomfortable and you don't know what to ask. And then you, re you remember afterwards, oh, I should have asked him this, but I didn't feel comfortable. It felt so weirded out. And he used these big words or she used these big words. And it's really all about that comfort because they're your partner. They're your health partner. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing with your money and your financial goals and building your empire. These are the people who are your, your partners in life. So it's critical to get that right for yourself. And it's different for everybody. We're all individually um, guided by different forces. So making sure that that person feels right for you at that time is imperative. I think you just had another point, Danny, because you said, you know, at that time, right? And I think a lot of mm. us have commitment issues. We've talked about this on the podcast before, relating it to relationships, relating it to business, you know, new projects that you're hesitant on or doing too many dangling projects at one time because of your commitment issues, right? It, you know, it allows you to sparse yourself too thin. And many times when it comes to choosing your trusted advisor, your team of trusted advisors, you know, the, the person who's, you know, over your personal development and assisting you with that or co-creating a business strategy with you for revamping a new business or revising an old business and giving it new life to meet the new expectation of your, your forward thinking lifestyle or, you know, maintaining your or preserving your wealth that you either have or are creating, when you're building those relationships with potential trusted advisors, many people are hesitant to do that because one, they're like, yeah, I like him or her today, but will I connect with them in three years? And mm -hmm. they're, they're forward thinking the breakup. They're already thinking about how awkward the breakup may have instead of being in alignment with some relationships, and I'm going biblical, are meant for a lifetime, lifetime yep. and some mm -hmm. are just seasonal, right? And something that's right. just met for a reason that gave you the encouragement, the knowledge, the 
the chutzpah, if you will, to just move forward with the thing, but they are not necessarily the person that's supposed to hold your hand through it, right? That's right. That's right. And sometimes they're inherited, mm -hmm. right? So let's just say, you know, you used your dad's advisor because that's the person that managed your dad's money. And so, you know, you felt comfortable with that person because you kind of grew up around them and they came to the house every once in a while. And so you knew them and you knew that they were an expert. But then when you embark on your own relationship with them, it's just, it always feels a little weird and you feel bad. You feel bad that it doesn't work and it doesn't feel right, but you don't know how to get yourself unencumbered and, and out of the relationship. And that, again, is, is really about taking that bold step and acknowledging your power and understanding this is your money. This is your future, your empire that you're building. You have every right and every important decision-making tool to make that change from the person who is not making you feel good about your, your empire or your money or making you feel shamed or like you don't know anything and they know everything. And the financial industry is actually set up to be like that. I don't know. I mean, I, I think that we all feel a little bit, you know, uh, unsure of ourselves, especially when we're listening to maybe like one of the financial news stations or something like that, because all of this information just blasting out of a fire hose, you know? Um, but we all feel like that and they do it on purpose. And the right. reason that it's set up like that is to make you feel like you need them always. It is the financial industrial complex. It is just, it reinvigorates itself all the time because it gets more and more complicated and more and more twisted. And they do that on purpose to keep you attached to the fact that they're the experts and you know nothing. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't have to be that way. It really doesn't have to be that way. With the right partnership and the right uh, mentorship and guide, you can find that expert that knows the things that you need them to know and you trust them and give them discretion on on helping you build the empire you want to build because you can't know everything you should women like women we try to though right mm -hmm. women try to know everything about everything before they embark on it okay well i'm going to go change that drain or i'm going to i'm going to switch out that that light bulb i got to know every single thing about what could go wrong before i go and do it you are you're so right and you're you're preaching to the choir with that one too because i know me, i'm like addicted to research in some levels which is a plus and a minus because i'll definitely be well-rounded in something but then i've also distracted myself from the core thing that i'm really good at right because i spent five hours researching something when i could have just <laughs> you know know enough so you can ask you know good questions around a thing but you're asking it to someone who's that is their core thing versus you trying yeah. to be a sub core of the many other you know things that you have under your belt that you need because it really is distracting when we overdo it in our our superwoman super male you know yes. powered thing that we do but something else that you made me before um my one of the questions that i'm going to ask you in a few seconds and you know everyone who's a part of balance boldly knows this is completely organic there is no script zanny was not provided anything other than don't forget to tell people how to reach you at the end you know but um <laughs> <laughs> so we don't so i am going to ask you in a couple of shakes you know how can people decide or, or ask questions or vet who that next good potential expert is, especially when it comes to managing a precious gift, such as money, which is one of their most valuable tools that they have mm -hmm. to live their best life. But a pre-question before that is really around um, dealing with the fact that some people are having commitment issues 
with, you know, maybe even going in the flow with someone they are connected to, have met, have been referred to by someone they know, love, and trust, whatever the case is, because of the guilt and shame that they have around past mistakes that they've made with their money. And obviously they need to come to you, you know, open enough, which is why you say they're ready, you know, to to go to Mm -hmm. the next level, working with women and women-owned businesses who are ready, but they have to be ready to say, listen, Danny and Valerie, I've made some mistakes. Here are some of the mistakes I've made. I know to do better, but I want to ensure that I you know, don't fall into those holes again, but being willing to at least share what that was, whether it was, you know, bad marriage and someone had full financial control prior or, you know, whatever their issue was that they're kind of afraid to open up the the books or, you know, peel the curtain back a little bit, which is why they're not moving forward because they feel like you might shame them or judge them. And that's why they're hesitant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do. And one of the one of the interesting or, or one of the uh, passions that Val and I have around talking about money is changing the language. Mm. So before we ever ask, you know, what went wrong, the first thing that we're going to say is, what feels good? What went right? What are the stories that you have in your past around money and finance that make you feel good? What are the stories that you're living through? And then often that will then take us to the things that might have gone wrong or didn't feel right. But it feels much more, it comes from a a position of um, gratitude and gratefulness and excitement rather than, okay, let me just tick off all the things that went wrong that scared me and freaked me out. You know, because that list is long, right? For all of us. It really is. But when we focus on the positive, then we get just a much bigger picture of where we're going. And that's why we start with um, positive reinforcing of this is why we're doing this. No, that totally makes sense. Starting with your personal why, and it does help that you you rock the same gender, right, <laughs> as your, your <laughs> ideal client because there's an inherent relatability just the fact that we are women and we, you know, every person, every human has their own story, but especially um, from one woman to another, there's an immediate connection um, or disconnect, depending on, you know, how that woman is positioning herself. But you and Valerie, um, under divine management, are divine asset management, are positioning yourselves as relatable people who have gone through some things. And are not just coming out of the, the wall saying, listen, you know, we're coming from a bankroll line of millions, millionaires and billionaires, and this is why you have to do this, and you better do that, and you were wrong for doing it this way. You're saying, we came up through the ranks too, whatever that rank process looked like, so we can relate to some pain points that we may share in common and, you know, pull you through because we were able to push through on our own and we're, you know, we're not failing to turn around and look back and pull some other women forward as well. And I think that's a, a fantastic way to address that by just being vulnerable and honest and saying, here's our why. And if that right. doesn't help to diminish the, the feeling of prejudgment, I don't know what will. Well, everything has to come from authenticity because you can feel it when somebody's being fake with you. It doesn't matter if they're selling you some, you know, snake sauce or <laughs> they're, they're trying to be a service agent to you. You know when it doesn't, when it smells funny, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so coming from that position of authenticity and like you said, vulnerability and 
explaining that, look, it's not a straight uphill ride. Like all of a sudden you're going to get the answers and then go, ah, and then the, <laughs> then the chart goes straight up to the right. Like it doesn't work like that. We all know it doesn't work like that because life gets in the way. Things happen. Maybe not directly to you and your finances, but maybe a sister-in-law, you know, something happens in her life where you need to actually borrow against your house to help her family. Mm-hmm. These things happen in our lives, which is why um, when we share the reality of, of money and how it ebbs and flows and how we can protect ourselves against those ebbs and flows so that we can continually get into a better position, um, it's, a, it's a real great um, um, process to share all of this when we're, when we're sitting together. So we have these events four times a year called WealthWise Exchanges where we sit with a very intimate group of women and we talk about money. And the, the dialogue is always a little bit different because even though we talk about certain principles, the five principles of wealth wisdom that we follow, it's really important for us to understand what's going on in each woman's life. And these, I can't even tell you how many times I have been just blown away and learned so much from these women because everyone is going through a different thing. You know, they're, they're different ages, different lifestyles, um, different careers, uh, different burdens, you know, so it's a, um, it's been a real uh, gift to serve women that are um, able to be open and willing and ready to embark on a journey where they're, they're fulfilling their empire dream. And one thing I just want to mention about that, you know, we're talking about money and just like, just the word money, right? Mm-hmm. And so and, and, uh, one of the things that women often ask us is, like, what's your minimum? You know, because mm-hmm. when we talk about wealth wisdom and we talk about, you know, wealth design, they're like, oh, well, I'm not wealthy. <laughs> you know, we're mm-hmm. always like, I'm not wealthy. Meanwhile, a guy who doesn't even have two nickels to rub together is like, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wealth, yeah, I got it. Um, we think about that differently. So again, words matter. And so um, we don't have minimums. What we do require is that the women that, and men that we deal with aren't in a lot of debt. You know, we can certainly point them to some great resources to help them in that endeavor. Mm-hmm. But it's really about once you're, once you're out of debt and you're ready to embark on, on um, getting a seat at the table from an investment perspective, that's when, that's when we're um, called to serve. No, that's a, a great clarification too, because it, it also helps to know where your, your best selves are for divine asset management and where you're best at helping people. I'm sure you can help them at all different stages, but you know where you work best. And if you're playing in your favorite lane, you're going to play harder and help people go further faster than if you were just trying to stretch yourself across helping everybody right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Focus. Stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. I love that. Um, so with that said, that, that very next kind of ball that I want to pitch back in your corner is how does someone who, who heard you right clearly and said, you know what, I've done a pretty decent job of, you know, getting the majority of my debt down, you know, maybe minus school loans, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But for mm-hmm. the most part, they don't have anything that's obstructing their way of investing. They just don't know where to start, how to start. And they are nervous about building a relationship with a, a potential person that they don't want to live in the bed with, you know, for the rest of their lives. Cause that's kind of how they're looking at their financial managers, right? Mm-hmm. Wealth managers. How do they screen or vet or filter to at least know that they're in the right 
the right highway with the right person. You know what I mean? Right. That's a great question. Well, you were talking about how you do a lot of research. You know, sometimes you go down that rabbit hole of research. <laughs> I think one of the ways that we can all um, work with somebody that we're either connected to somehow is research your own network. Look at the women and the men that you're connected with, that you have deep respect for, that you have a lot of faith in, and um, who's in the financial industry, maybe whose family is in the financial industry, or who has a brother or who has a sister. That's a good place to start um, if you don't have somebody in mind. Um, you know, certainly I would encourage um, them to seek out advice and talk about it with close family members that they know have assets that are managed and that are doing well and have talked about that. Um, that's one place to start. And I, and I think that, you know, that's the easiest route, really, because then you're getting it word of mouth. And, and we know that re referrals are the best thing ever, right? Referrals are really the lifeblood of your business because when you get a referral, it's somebody who's already giving you credibility, right? Um, and that kind of honor. So you're already up on a higher stair than somebody who put an ad in the paper. Right, right. No, that makes complete sense. And I think that's a good space to start. You know, some of the best connections I've ever made started right at home with, and I don't mean that from a familial perspective, but right at home in my core, my, my circle of influence, right? Right. Um, you know, who do I go to for website design? Who has a, you know, a good executive assistant that's good at project management, instead of me just randomly looking out there and just trying to find all the research of the right questions, sometimes just starting right with the people that are closest to you can be helpful um, with at least finding direction with who to go to. So I completely um, agree with you there, for lack of a better one. So I have to ask you, before we get ready to, to die down a little bit and tie, tie a bow on everything, what does Danny do? Look, that's a, that's a whole podcast series, right? What does Danny do? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it is a whole podcast it is a whole podcast <laughs> what do you do for yourself because you're dealing you're mm -hmm. stretching your energy thin right like you're doing amazing work you're helping you're you're riding in your lane but you also have a family you also have other obligations with volunteering and other commitment issues you know I don't want to say issues but responsibilities mm -hmm. with all that said as a woman who owns her own business what do you do when you just need to unapologetically pause and take some time to refuel and re recalibrate for yourself? That's such a great question because I had to do that a little bit this morning. And the, the short, when I only have a short window because I got to get to it, I will um, make a gratitude list. So what that looks like for me is wherever I am, if I'm sitting down and maybe I have my phone or I have my notebook out in front of me, I will write down at least 25 things that I am grateful for and I can start to feel and come from gratefulness because that opens your heart. It opens your possibility and it opens up the way that you can actually um, deal with whatever it is you're dealing with at the time, right? Um, and it can be really simple. I'm really grateful that, that there was some shampoo left in the shower this morning. <laughs> you know, and it could be really beautiful. Like, I just love my baby BB's kisses, my daughter's kisses, the way that she gives me that gorgeous kiss and holds my face. You know, so things like that and opening your heart really 
uh, allow you to have the space to get bigger. Um, if I have a little bit more time and I try to make this time, I've been trying to make this time at least every day, even for even if it's for 10 minutes, is doing a focused exercise, whether it's yoga or there's this really cool app called um, Seven Minute Exercise. I don't know if it's just called Seven Minutes, but it's literally seven minutes of like just hardcore, like you can't breathe at the end of the thing. So you take yourself out of yourself, you know. Um, and focus on something like you need your body. If you don't have your body working, then you can't do your work. Then you can't give, you can't serve. So you need to really take care of yourself. And um, I'm re I'm, that, that is really a focus of mine and um, has been because I see around me all the time, friends and family, their, their bodies hurting because of stress or shame that turns into cancer or you know things like this they really affect you so um, that's how I that's how I make space no that totally makes sense and that's so awesome you'll be excited you know at the end of every show I wrap up with a little gentle honesty which we're not quite there yet but um, <laughs> <laughs> we're almost there and you just gave me something like yes I'm going to put that in there uh, which is super awesome. So how can people follow up with you, Danny, when they want to find out what, what Danny does? <laughs> connect with you? Sure. So my website is divineassetmgt.com and divine is spelled D-I-V-I-N-E because there is something much higher than money. Um, and I'm on uh, CNBC pretty much every week on Closing Bell, which is at 4 o'clock Eastern. Um, and I talk about the markets and a little bit sometimes I get in there about women and how impactful we are as investors and consumers and how we're changing the, the platform of businesses right now. Um, and uh, I hope to be doing more podcasting and working with more women like yourself, Nikita, because I love what you're doing and what you're putting out in the world. I think it's gorgeous and beautiful, and it just is making the world a better place. Oh, you're making me blush over here. Thank you, <laughs> no, you know, you know that I love you and I so appreciate you taking time. Love you back. Thank you. They're so incredible. Um, you guys have just gotten a, an amazing gift in so many ways. So I'm so grateful. Danny, don't go anywhere. I want to wrap us up with a little bit of gentle honesty. So stay right there. Oh, balance boldly. You beautiful dreamers and doers that are out there being bold and brave in all of your next level selves and pushing yourselves past all the pain and the process that you've gone through. I had to give you a little, little small kind of different recap of the gentle honesty. Usually I take a blended moment from what I said and some takeaway that I said and some takeaway that the expert said and kind of infuse it in some great sentence. Uh, but I have to say that Danny Hughes did her thing today, okay? She brought you amazing information from her heart and her mind and infused it in a way that I believe the nuggets will be literally immersed into your bloodstream if you were paying attention and if you were ready to receive everything that she brought from divine asset management, her life, her trials, her tribulations, and the beautiful triumphs that she's been able to do not only for herself, but also for her clients through divine asset management. So a little gentle honesty moment that I kind of wrote, it was a, a mix of quotes just from Danny Hughes. So there's actually no Nikita in this moment. Uh, the gentle honesty moment I want to leave you with is to own your power 
serve your body and begin with a space of recognizing the things that you are grateful for every single day down to the little things. So I hope you guys really receive that and take that with you as you move through this incredible year. You know, 2018 is triumphantly beautiful for so many of you. And that includes everyone who's under the sound of my voice right now who might be questioning, you just had a bad day, you just had a crazy moment, you just wanted to, you know, choke your husband for a couple of seconds and just you know kiss him to breathe life back in the fact that you have life in this moment means that you have an opportunity to do things different to do things greater and to literally shake the shame that's been plaguing you and stunting you from tapping into your best self so i have to thank danny hughes again for taking time out of her day she was she's literally in the middle of a major closing deal and doing all this kind of fantastic work today and she just along with myself planted seeds that will help you grow in your life your relationships and your business so as always if you guys like what you hear please subscribe rate and share this podcast to help us ensure that the bold and brave people that are out there have access to these valuable balance tools, because that's what this is. If you can get your life right, get your money right, get your relationship right, you have balance. So get it together and pay attention to all of the nuggets that are surrounding you. And don't just be hype off of the moment and then go into a cycle of closed-mindedness with more commitment challenges. Uh, So where I'd like to bring you in this final moment is continue the conversation with me. One of my new favorite places to play recently has been Instagram. I never would have thought I'd be on Instagram, but you know we you know we're on Facebook, you know we're on Twitter. We're also on Instagram at Balance Boldly. So come on over and continue the conversation. And of course, if you're not already a member of the new Dreamers Blueprint community and the Insiders Academy that's under that, you are missing out. We literally just launch a new accelerator called the B3 Accelerator, which is really helping you if you got stuck and you're you're stagnant in something, you're trying to revamp, rebuild, or rebrand your business. It's an eight-week accelerator and all of those women and men get first access to the Insiders Academy, which is the next level of Dreamers Blueprint. Uh, So come on over to dreamersblueprint.com and make sure you get on the list so you can get information on the invitation for the webinar and the application that is a part of that because you can't just get in. Sorry, guys. It's not a push button. You're accepted. It's a community of people that are really coming together to go to the next level. So make sure you do that. Dreamersblueprint.com. I am out. I'm so excited about everything we've done. I want you guys until the next episode to set an intention to enjoy the balance of your day, but do it boldly.